So I figured I'd share my 4 a.m. morning ritual with you because it's worked like gangbusters for me and I think it can work for you as well. Welcome to The Health Runner Show. My name is Uriel Kim. If you're a health practitioner or coach looking to build a successful virtual health practice that allows you to help more people, make a lot more money, and enjoy a greater quality of life in the process, then this is the podcast for you to listen to. Let's dive in. Hey, what's going on? Uriel Kim here, founder and CEO of Healthpreneur. We help health practitioners and health professionals grow their businesses online uh, without the grind. So one of the things that I struggled with for many years was waking up early. Now you might be saying to yourself, well, what does that matter? Why should I wake up early? I'm more of a night owl, etc." Here's the thing that I've realized is that we are most useful like as knowledge workers earlier in the day. Now we can say we're night owls and we can use that, but listen, like, let's be honest. It's like having your, your brain, the way we work is like your iPhone or your smartphone. The more you use it, the lower the battery goes, right? So when you are making decisions all day, when you are creating all day, when you are doing things all day, when you're busy, when you're working, when you're like whatever, all of those things drain your battery, your willpower, your creativity, your mental capacity so that by end of the day, like you're not as effective as first thing in the morning. So for a number of years, I thought, well, like, I got to get up early because everyone's talking about these morning routines. And I'll tell you, like, I, I struggled for a long time. I couldn't find a big enough reason why to wake up early. And that's that was the big thing. It was like, I couldn't find a big enough reason why. And as I talk about my book, The Strong 60, that shifted uh, a number of years ago where I stopped having that conversation and something inside of me switched and it, it became this. It became... I'm the type of person, the keyword is type of person who wakes up before everyone else because that's what's necessary to achieve results that no one else has, okay? Now, obviously that's a 100% made up story, right? That's, but it's something I believe, right? I believe that if I'm willing to do things that others aren't, then I'm gonna get results that others don't have. And that was really what changed everything for me was I used the self-identity play. I'm the type of person, okay? I am the type of person that, does X. And that's when I started waking up super early. Now, it started off, I'll give you a really simple tip. If you want to wake up early in the morning, now, if obviously you're, you're a growth oriented entrepreneur, you're somebody who values getting stuff done, being productive, contributing, having time for yourself. I'm telling you, the morning, is it's magic time. It's like when you walk out in the lake and it's first thing in the morning and it's like glass, like a mirror. It's so calm. That's what that's like that's what it's like when you get up early before the sun, before your kids, all this stuff. I've got four kids, right? So that's part of the reason I had to get up early was like I need to get stuff done before the chaos starts. So how it started off is uh, actually the first thing that uh, the first impetus for this was a number of years ago. I was I was writing a couple books that were um, being published. And I said, I want to write these books, but I don't want to compromise the time from my business. And so what I did is I said, seven days a week, I'm going to write from 5 a.m. to 7 a.m. Okay, so that's how I started. That was like, that was 2013, 2014. And that was my commitment. I'm like, cool. Every single morning, seven days a week, that's going to be my ritual. So I didn't do anything else. I just like out of bed, right into my desk, right into writing. Okay. And so that's how it started. And then I finished three published books in the space of about four months because I was able to crank them out in that amount of time. And then I kind of got away from my morning routine for a little bit or that early morning rising. 
and eventually I, ref- I kind of found myself again. So how it like what I've recognized to be helpful for me is instead of saying, if I get up at seven, I'm automatically going to get up at four. That's not going to happen. So what I would start doing is I took seven o'clock and then I took one or two minutes back every day. So if we take one minute off seven o'clock in 30 days, we're waking up at 630. 30 days later, we're waking up at six. 30 days later, it's 530. And so it allows your body to adjust and customize to that earlier rising as opposed to being like, okay, tomorrow starting like this, I'm uh, getting up at two and a half hours earlier than I normally do. That's challenging to do. So that's what I did. But the key to getting up early is you have to go to bed early as well. Like you can't go to bed at midnight and get up at five in the morning or four in the morning. You're gonna like, you're gonna die. So we know, when I say we, I mean, science has shown that you get your best sleep when you go to bed earlier, right? So if you go to bed before 10, typically, you're gonna have more time in deep sleep, which is important for restoration, et cetera. So those are just a couple of foundational things to keep in mind. The most important thing you can do to make waking up early consistent and easy for you is to go to bed and wake up at the same time every day, every day. And I know that sounds, when I first heard this, I was like, that's that's too robotic, I can't do that. And then I started doing it and I started to realize like, I don't want to stay up late anyways. And if I wake up late, I feel like shit. So it's, I'd rather go to bed before 10 and wake up between like four and five. And I just feel so much better. So I'm like, yeah, like that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. And it's also very advantageous metabolically because your body gets into a consistent rhythm as opposed to, you know, consistent throughout the week. And then like party time on the weekends that, that doesn't do well for your body. Okay. So with that said, let me walk you through what I do in the morning. And actually, like as I'm recording this, my current routine is different than what I'm sharing with you. Part of the reason for this is because we moved a number of months ago and part of my routine is no longer part of my routine. So let me share with you what I was doing for close to two years and I'll just share with you what I'm doing now, okay? Because I'm just gonna be honest with you, I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm gonna be like totally transparent because listen, I'm not a machine. I have moments where like I don't sleep, I, I don't get up at four in the morning and I'll talk about that really quickly. So for two years, I was getting up at 3.48 a.m., 3.48 a.m. I don't know why 3.48 is just the number that worked for me, okay? So first thing I would do is I'd get out of bed, I'd do my business, come downstairs and have, have about a liter of water and I would jump into my cold plunge. Now my cold plunge was actually a converted chest freezer, like, you know, where you store like frozen meat and stuff. I converted that into a cold plunge. There's a whole world of how to do that. Um, it was amazing. Okay, so I'm coming downstairs. Again, this is about four in the morning and I'm opening up the freezer and it's four degrees Celsius. So just above freezing. And I'd sit in there for anywhere from three to four minutes up to my neck. And I'm telling you like, why did I do that? Number one, there's tremendous health benefits to spending more time in cold immersion. Number two, and most importantly for me, was it was a major mental challenge. Like you, four in the morning, I'm like, I'd rather sleep in my bed for sure. Four in the morning, if I can get the hardest thing done in my day, which is sit in ice cold water for four minutes, anything else is gonna be relatively easy. So that was kind of my whole mental mnemonic to get through that. So that's how it started. I'd do that for four minutes. Then I would sit in my, I had a, um, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a personal pod sauna or, or infrared sauna. So I would go from 
my body being frozen into sitting in the sauna now for about 45 minutes to just defrost, if you will. I'd have my coffee and I'd have my laptop and I'd get right into my focus work. So from about 4.30 in the morning at that point until about 5.30 or 6, I'm really focused on my most important work. Now, actually, sorry, let me backtrack one second. Before I dove into that, I would take out a page like a digital page in my Remarkable Notepad, which is an amazing, amazing journal. Instead of having like 100 journals, which I have, um, I just have everything digital now. It's amazing. So I would write my journal, uh, five to 10 minutes, what I want to have in life, what do I want to achieve, what I want to experience, as if it's already happened. And I talk about it on my book, uh, Mind Floss. I don't know if you've seen this, if it's out or not. Um, I talk about how I was, I was able to manifest some pretty incredible things in my life just doing that practice. So that was five to 10 minutes, journaling, visualizing, writing down things as if, then I put that aside and then I get into my most important work. So my most important work is not Gmail, Facebook, et cetera. I would shut those apps off or shut those platforms off using an app called Self-Control. It's a, it's a downloadable app you can get on your Mac. I think it's free. If not, it's a couple bucks and set it the night before. So it shuts off any websites you don't want access to. So for me, the only thing I need to do is think. So think, put stuff down on paper, either that was in my notepad or in a Google Doc. That's my most creative work, right? So that's it's developing trainings, systems, blah, blah, blah. I don't need access to the internet or specific websites to do that. So pretty much in the morning, the first three to four hours, I have no access to any websites other than like Google Docs. And that allows me to focus on my most creative stuff. So that takes us to about... Um, whatever it was, six, I guess. And then I'd kind of change up location, take a little bit of a breather. I would do about another hour of work. And now that brings us into about 7.15, 7.30. I would typically get in a workout at that point. And, you know, 8.39 in the morning, I'm pretty much done. And then I can hang out with my kids, walk them to school, whatever else. And then the rest of the day, no matter what happens, like it's a win, like I've already won. So if I have meetings or client calls, et cetera, during the day, Cool, right? It's not going to be set. It's not going to be eight hours. That it might be two hours, but my whole day is done by eight in the morning. So that's why I found a tremendous amount of benefit to getting up at four or three forty-eight. So when we moved into our current house, um, I made the decision to not use the chest freezer for the cold plunge because just the setup wasn't the same. Uh, we actually converted it back into a normal chest freezer, so I don't do my cold plunge, and I haven't even set up my sauna. So my routine is a little bit different now, but this, the principles are very, very similar. So essentially what it looks like now is I get up at about uh, five o'clock, right? So I think during the summer, I, I kind of took the foot off the gas pedal a little bit in terms of getting up early. So now I'm getting up at five, I come downstairs, get my liter of water and make my coffee. Then I'm right into my desk, like where I'm sitting right now. And for the next two to two and a half hours, it's just focus work. Um, for whatever reason, I got out of my journaling a little bit. I don't, I don't know why. I think sometimes when you, when you achieve everything you've written down, you have to find a way to, to, to strive for the next thing. And I think that's a bit of a process I've been working through uh, the last few weeks, last few months, is, is really kind of what's the next mountain? What's the next thing that's going to get me super excited where I want to start journaling and visualizing that. And in all honesty, it wasn't the same as it was about a year ago. 
not that I don't want to, you know, do great things. I do. Um, but it just the, the level of intensity and motivation uh, is a little bit lower than it was. So I'll get back into the journaling and I don't, I don't even know why I stopped, to be honest. But that's, that's the best I can best answer I can provide. Uh, but I really just get into my most important work, right? And so by about, again, eight, nine o'clock in the morning, my most important work is done. And then it's hang out with the family, go for a swim, uh, workouts, go for a bike ride. And then I've got, you know, a couple of client calls, uh, one at 10 in the morning. Actually, that's the only client call I have, 10 in the morning. And then I might have some team stuff later in the day. That's about it. So the rest of the day really is like shooting videos like this or, uh, doing some other stuff to support the team, but my work days are pretty much done. I, you know, I do about three to four hours of work and I'm pretty much done. But the beautiful thing is that getting up early in the morning allows you to focus on the most important stuff because the most important stuff is not social media. It's not email. It's not all the reactive stuff. It's about the stuff you create, the ideas you bring to life, the systems you can create, the assets you can build. And all of that does not require you to be connected to the internet. Eventually it does to get that stuff somewhere, but the dissemination articulation out of your head doesn't require that stuff. So anyways, so that's my 4 a.m. morning routine, currently 5 a.m., but I'm going to definitely get back to 4 a.m. shortly. And um, yeah, I hope it serves you. I think the, the big takeaway from this is go to bed and wake up at the same time every day. Do your most important work first thing in the morning. And if you just did those two things, everything else is amazing. Like you, you don't need to go into the gratitude, gratitude journaling, visualization, deep breathing, like there's a whole list of stuff you could do, right? But for me, this is what's worked. It's helped me generate millions of dollars in my business and personal life. And uh, if it finds you well and serves you, that's amazing. Um, if you have a morning routine, I'd love to know what it is. Just let me know in the comments below. And if you've enjoyed this video, subscribe to the channel. Uh, there should be a button somewhere. And um, check out the next video. I've also, I'm going to share another video talking about more productivity and morning stuff. So I'll share some more productivity tips uh, just click the link in the description below and yeah, there you go. So thanks so much for tuning in. I appreciate your time and attention and I'll see you soon. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the Healthpreneur Show podcast. And while you're there, I'd really appreciate it if you left a five-star rating or review if you feel it merited that. At the same time, if you'd like to connect with me, the best place to do so is on Instagram. You can find me. I am at health printer and be sure to tune in and subscribe to our youtube channel on youtube just search health printer and you'll find all of our great videos there as well that's all for today i appreciate your time and your attention keep doing the meaningful work that you are doing and i look forward to seeing you in the next episode